Welcome back to the Crash Course Podcast. My name is Craig Crash Collins. I'm joined as always by Brandon Scott. You know him as B. Scott. Well, we are about a week away from the IHSAA Girls Basketball State Tournament. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're really excited about it. And tonight we're going to preview it all. We're going to break down and predict all 64 sectionals uh, for all four classes, starting with sectional one in 4A, all the way down to sectional 64 in 1A. We're going to give you who we think is going to win those uh, individual brackets, as well as who we think is going to be cutting down the nets for each class in at Game Ridge Fieldhouse. Um, it's going to be an exciting tournament. Uh, March Madness already here in January. So the madness already starts, and it's not even even into February yet. B. Scott, we're already talking about playoff basketball. I know. It feels so early for it to have already been starting, but I guess not. I mean, it's that time of year. I mean, every you got girls sectional starting up next week, and you got uh wrestling sectionals starting up this coming weekend or this past yeah was it this past weekend i mean it was this past weekend so it's that time of year the winter sports are starting to wrap up let's jump into this yeah it's it's gonna be an exciting tournament of course you know last year was an exciting tournament as well um and so let's highlight some teams uh that were uh that are coming into the tournament uh hot we have 11 teams uh, that are heading into uh, the uh, this this uh, the sectional play with one loss or fewer. You have Rensselaer Central in 3A, who is undefeated at 19 and 0. Uh, this is as of uh, this weekend when I was doing the outline, so I, I don't think they've played a game since then. You've also got Lawrence Central uh, in 4A, uh, who has the most wins with 22. Um, you've got 27 players who are averaging 20 or, uh, points or more. Uh, per game, you've got Samantha Redinger from Argus, who leads the state, averaging 32 points per contest. She dropped 55 against Oregon Davis earlier this month. She's got two games with 50 plus, four games with 40 uh, 40 plus points. Um, and then you've got the defending champs. Taking a look at them, uh, you've got Bedford North Lawrence in 4A. They're uh, 16 and four, ranked 17th in the class. Fairfield, uh, the 3A defending champ. Uh, they're 19 and three. Forest Park, a little bit of a down year. They're six and 13. Uh, they're the 2A defending champ, and then Lanesville in the catbird seat yet again. The 1A defending champ. They're 20 and one, the top ranked team in the class. So a lot of a lot of good storylines. A lot of great teams going into sectional play, which uh, gets started uh, next Tuesday. Yeah, I can't wait. Um... I mean, there's some of these sectionals that really are standing out and, you know, I think the competition is going to be pretty fierce. So let's, 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 let's get ready to crown some state champions. So we're going to do what we've done the last couple of years and we're going to do 64 sectionals in 64 minutes. So we're going to start the clock. We've been recording for three minutes. So if we do this right, we'll be concluding the podcast at the hour and seven minute mark. So we'll see. Um, and probably a little bit sooner than that, to be honest with you. But we're gonna try to get through. Uh, we we you know we try to talk about uh, every single team, every single um, uh, bracket here. Now, gonna start it off with how we do every single time when we talk about, especially with the high school sports, because there's so many teams. You all know your team better than we do. Um, you guys know the intricacies. You guys have watched your team all year. So, um, you know, if we get something wrong, uh, you know, let us know down in the comments. Uh, please forgive us. Um, you know, we 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 dove we dove deep uh, into these teams, but obviously we have 64 sectionals, all of which have you know four, five, six, seven teams in them. Um, so it, it you know it doesn't it, it, you know we can't we can't possibly watch all of these teams all years. So uh, give us your insights. Tell us where we went wrong. <clears throat> excuse me, down in the comments. But like you said, B. Scott, let's get going right here with Class 4A. Uh, we started off in Sectional 1, the Lake Central Sectional, and we're going to start it off hot with uh, the home team winning this one. Uh, I've got number 12, Lake Central, winning this uh, tournament or winning this bracket. The Indians are 18-4. and four. They're ranked uh, in the top 20 in the state in terms of the Sagarin ratings and have cruised against the other strong teams in the bracket. They won uh, by 17 over 16-5 and five Hammond Central in November. They defeated 17-3 and three Munster in November as well. Um, and then they beat 14 and eight Merrillville by 17 in December. So the other teams that you know you would think would challenge them, um, you know, in this sectional, they've you know wiped the floor with them. So give me Lake Central in this in sectional one. 
Yeah, I'm going with Lake Central as well. Um, you know, a lot of the, some of these programs have some pretty his, have some good history or some good players coming out of there, but Lake Central is probably the strongest team in this sectional, so I'm going with them as well. Sectional two, the Valparaiso sectional, and you know what? You see a trend here. I'm going to go with the home team again. Give me Valparaiso. Uh, it's a toss-up between them and Chesterton. I really kind of wanted to go with Chesterton uh, because they've won uh, their last six uh, heading into uh, the uh, – they had won their last six heading into the weekend, whereas Valpo had lost five of their last six. Uh, but the Vikings are at home where they're 7-3, and three, including a 62-46 to 46 win over Chesterton in December. So that gave Valparaiso the edge for me, and I think they win sectional too. Yeah, this one, this one's another tough one for me. I'm actually going to go with Chesterton just because they have, they are on a roll right now. They have finished these, the regular season with some momentum. I like momentum carrying into the postseason. Give me Chesterton. I mean, yeah, you can't go wrong there. Um, you know, like I said, it was a toss up for me. Um, so I think either of those teams are very capable of uh, taking home uh, a trophy at the end of the at the end of the bracket. Sectional three, the South Bend Washington sectional, and believe me, I, I will I will get off of this trend at some point. But I'm gonna go again with the home team. Give me the number ten team in four A, South Bend Washington. The Panthers are sixteen and four. They both the ace. They boast the eighth best offense in the state. Third and 4A, averaging 64 points per game. South Bend, Washington is also ranked ranked 10th in the state in the Sagarin ratings. Everybody else in the sectional uh, is ranked outside the top 100. So they're far and away the best overall team in the bracket. So I'm going with the home team. South Bend, Washington is known for having some D1 talent. They have D1 talent on this team right now as we, as we speak. I'm going South Bend, Washington as well. There's nobody else really I, I, I could pick. Sectional four, the Northridge sectional. And again, like I said, I promise I will buck this trend eventually. Give me number 12, the home team, Northridge. Uh, four sectionals in and another bracket where I'm picking the home team. Um, but they're just really strong. Uh, Warsaw and Northridge both have top 20 offenses in the state. Warsaw averages 62 points per game. That's 15th in Indiana, 9th in 4A. Northridge scores 61 points per game. That's good enough for 18th in the state, 12th in the class. Um, but however, the Raiders defense is far superior, allowing 37 points per game to the Tigers 50. Warsaw did beat Northridge by 13 at home on January 6th, but I'm going to fade that result in the, in the rematch. Give me Northridge. Yeah, I'm going with Northridge as well. They just, they've gotten the job done throughout the entire season. Um, top to bottom. I mean, they've only lost three times this year. So they, 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 they're going to avenge one of those losses here in the sectional sectional five the carol fort wayne sectional and i'm uh, shockingly enough here's where the trend ends uh i am going with number five fort wayne schneider the panthers are 18 and two number two in the state in the sagarin ratings they score 61 points per game which is good enough for 10th and 4a they're 16th in the state in that category snyder also has purdue commit jordan pool uh she averages 17 point 17 and a half points per game uh five assists three steals Steals. Uh, she is a force for that team, and I think she's gonna uh, she's going to will the Panthers to a sectional five victory. Yeah, I don't think anybody really has anything in this sectional for Fort Wayne Snyder. Again, D one talent rises to the top typically this time of year, and uh, Fort Wayne Snyder definitely has that. Sectional six, the Columbia City sectional, and I'm back on the trend. Give me the home team, the number three, uh, Columbia City squad. Uh, in this bracket, you've got two of the top ten teams in 4A. Uh, you've got number three, Columbia City, uh, the top team according to the Sagarin ratings. Uh, this is according to the John Harrell website. Again, we cannot do this show without uh, John Harrell and Max Preps. Those are two really reliable sites. That's what we use to compile our research. Um, you've also got number nineteen. You've got number nine. Excuse me, Homestead, who's fourteenth in the Sagarin ratings. Uh, the Eagles have the second best offense in the class, the sixth uh, best offense in the state, uh, averaging 64 points per game. Their defense allows 38 points per game. Homestead can hang statistically. They score 63 points per game. They're 11th in the state uh, and 5th in 4A uh, and also allow 41 points per game. Uh, but Columbia City is at home and is 11-0 against 4A opponents this season, so they get the nod for me. Uh, I'm, I just think they're too strong. Give me the, the number third ranked team in 4A. 
You know, this one is going to be a fun one just because of the Homestead and Columbia City matchup there. Um, but I'm going with Columbia City as well. Look, playing at home makes a huge difference. Um, Homestead's going to have to travel. I'm going with the home team, Columbia City. Um, now, I do want to look up something real quick. And, of course, it's, I don't think it's going to be real quick because it's going to take a minute to load it. Um, but I wanted to see if uh, these teams are still ranked where they are. Uh, is Columbia, do you have that up, B. Scott? Is Columbia City, City still third? Um, I have Columbia City here on max preps at seven. Okay. Well, that's that's probably for the state, right? Or not for... This um, is for four. This is for... Um, okay. But not the... So, okay, because I was going off John Harrell's ranking. So I'll, I'll look that up in a second. Hold on. Let me check here. I may have been on the state. Yeah, it's 4A. It's okay. for 4A. Um, speaking of seven, uh, sectional seven, the Kokomo sectional. Um, I'm going with McCutcheon here. Uh, the Mavericks are 10 and 0 against 4A opponents and are 6 and 0 against sectional seven opponents, uh, including a 15 point win over Kokomo in December. Uh, McCutcheon and Kokomo are the only two teams in sectional seven who are above 500. Uh, uh, the McCutcheon squad also has Lily Graves, uh, who is 14th in the state in scoring, averaging 22 points per game. She's an elite scorer, uh, and she's going to help will that Maverick squad to the sectional seven title. Yeah, I'm going with McCutcheon as well. They just have the firepower to get the job done. Um, when you have a, a guard or you have a player that can just go get you points and score in, in bunches, that, that that goes a long way, in, especially in sectionals. Um, so, yeah, give me McCutcheon. Columbia City is still ranked third. I wanted, I wanted to look it up because um, I know that number one Hamilton Southeastern lost this weekend, and now they've dropped to number fifth. And I was like, "Wait, I know yeah. I have them still as number one in mine." I wanted to uh, go Max, and check. Yeah, out. Max Preps um, HSC is fourth. Okay, so uh, section LC is, LC is one. Um, you said yeah. Okay, never mind. Because well, that's because I'm going off John Harold's. Uh, yeah, so we're we're, we're we're both working off of two separate rankings right now. Right. Uh, right. Um, they're they're right in the ballpark. Right. So sectional. The reason why is because the next sectional we're going to is sectional eight, the Hamilton Southeastern sectional. Um, and I'm going with the number five team in the state, um, Hamilton Southeastern. The Royals have the best offense in the state, averaging 68 points per game. That's thanks in large part to IU commit Maya McCluskey. Um. Um, who averages 27 points per game, which is fourth best in Indiana. She also collects six boards per game. Um, every team in sectional, uh, in the sectional, every team in the sectional is ranked in the top 40 in the Sagarin ratings and, and is in the top 11 in terms of strength of schedule. So it's going to be a close sectional. It's going to be a fun sectional. There's going to be a lot of good teams here. Um, you know, you've got, um, you know, looking at it real quick, uh, you know, who's in this sectional. Uh, here you got in Hamilton Southeastern, right. Zinesville, Noblesville, Fishers, Carmel, and Westfield. Right. So a lot of good teams uh, in that sectional. So uh, it'll be a fun one to watch, but I'm going with HSE in this one. Yeah, I'm going with HSE as well. This one's going to be, this one's a little bit tougher, but HSE has that winning heritage, I guess, uh, recent state championships. Um, this is, it's going to be a very tough one because Four of those teams are on max preps are ranked in the top 25. Um, it's going to be a fun one to watch, but give me HSC just because they have been solid all year. And their their loss they took recently was to Lawrence North. So not a, a bad loss for them whatsoever. Moving on to sectional nine, the Mount Vernon Fortville sectional. I'm going with Pendleton Heights here. Uh, the Arabians are are 37th in the state, uh, 22nd in 4A, offensively scoring 58 points per game. Um, they've got a top 10 scorer in the state in Casey Warfel. Um, she's ninth in Indiana in scoring, averaging 25 points per game. She also tallies six rebounds per game and six steals, so she is an absolute monster for the Arabians, and I think she's going to help get Pendleton Tights to the sectional title. Yeah, I like Pendleton Heights in this one as well. They can put up. They, they, they score at a high clip, so give me Pendleton Heights on that one. Sectional 10, the Indianapolis Cathedral sectional, and I'm going with 
the number eight team in 4A, Lawrence North. Uh, it's a coin flip between North and Lawrence Central. To me, you've got LC, who is 22-1. Their only loss coming to George Rogers Clark of Kentucky. Uh, they're ranked third in the state in the Sagarin ratings. You've got Lawrence North, uh, who is uh, rated fifth with the best strength of schedule in the state. They're 16-4 and four on the season. What gives me a hunch towards Lawrence North is that when they've played LC this season, they've lost twice. Both times on the road. They lost by two on the road December 7th and by three on January uh, 11th. Uh, so it's really tough to beat a team three times. This time it's on a neutral court. So I think this time the Wildcats pull it off. So I'm going Lawrence North here. Yeah, this one is definitely a coin flip. Um, my my heart tells me Lawrence North has a Lawrence North alum. I can't pick again pick against them especially with lc but really when i look at this i'm going with lawrence north as well just like you said it is tough to beat a team three times and i think lawrence north will come in with a game plan that will uh, be able to help help them upset lawrence central and get get the get the win really when it matters most sectional number 11 that's the pike sectional um, I'm going with Franklin Central. Uh, they and Ron Colley are the only two teams in the sectional above 500, and the Flashes are the only team with a winning record against 4A opponents. So uh, go Flashes. Franklin Central, get it done. I'm going with the Flashes as well. Yeah, when you have a win, when you're the only team in your sectional to have a winning record over your class. Yeah, that's a that's an easy pick. Um, the Avon sectional, sectional 12. I'm going with Plainfield uh, because they're the only team above 500 in that sectional. So uh, those those ones are the easy ones to pick. Uh, give me the only yep. team that's got a winning record. Yeah, Plainfield for me as well. Top 25 team, winning record. Only team with a winning record in a sectional. Go Plainfield. Um, sectional 13. Uh, that's the Mooresville sectional. I thought about going with the home team. Uh, they're 17 and four on the year, and ha they have a statistically better defense than Center Grove, which is the team I am going to pick. Uh, Center Grove is the number two team in 4A. They're 21 and one. They're the 11th best offense in 4A. They're 17th in the state. They score 61 points per game, and they just knocked off Hamilton Southeastern. And not only did they beat Hamilton Southeastern, it was on the road, and they beat them by 16 points. So to have that decisive of a, of a win this late in the year, that's a statement win. They're going into the, the tournament with a lot of momentum, so I think Center Grove is going to take sectional 13. They're going to take home a trophy uh, in that sectional. Yeah, Center Grove is a really good pick, but I'm just going to go ahead and go with the uh, the home team here, and um, I'm, I'm, I'm going with Mooresville um, just because I, I need to pick differently at some point. And, you know, somewhere along the line, there's going to be some upsets that happen. I guess Lawrence North over Lawrence Central could be considered an upset but go ahead and give me Mooresville to upset Center Grove and take home sectional 13. Right. Yeah, I mean, there are going to be upsets. I, You know, uh, it, it's tough to tell sometimes, especially come tournament time, what's going to happen. Um, so you never know where those upsets are going to lie. Uh, the Whiteland sectional, sectional 14, I'm going with... Uh, Franklin, that's the number six team in 4A. They're 4-0 and against sectional 14 opponents, winning by an average of 30 points per game. So they have cruised against their fellow sectional uh, 14 squads, so I think they get the win. I'm going with Franklin as well, but I'm, I'm, i am got to go with their, their legit name. Franklin Community, as I know them best. Franklin Community, give me the, give me the, the Grizz, Franklin Community. Sectional 15, the Floyd Central sectional. Uh, I'm going with number seven, Jennings County. They're 19-3 and on the season. They're 6-0 and against sectional 15 opponents. They won each of those games by double figures, including a 17-point win over 4A defending champ Bedford North Lawrence on January 3rd. They're 8th in 4A, 14th in the state offensively, scoring 62 points per game. They also have a Michigan State commit in Julianne Woodard. Um, so they've got a lot going for them. Give me Jennings County or Jennings County. Um, I'm going to take Bedford North Lawrence in this one. That's just they're you know, they have, they know how to turn it on this time of year. They know what it takes to get to Gainbridge. Um, so I'm going with Bedford North Lawrence. And then the final sectional in class four, a it's the Evansville Harrison sectional. 
I'm going with Evansville Central. Nearly every school in the bracket is well over 500, but not every team has Madeline Shirley. Uh, she averages 19 points per game. She has eight rebounds, three blocks. Um, she's 36th in the state in scoring, so they've got a top 40 score in the state, and they are 18-4. and four. They've won five in a row, so they've got a ton of things going for them, a top 40 score. They've got an incredible record. They're, they're on a winning streak. Uh, Evansville Central's rolling right now. Uh, give me the Bears. I'm going to go a little bit different. Give me Castle in this one. Um, I think these two teams are pretty evenly matched, but, you know, crazy things happen this time of year, and here's another one of them. Give me Castle. So before we move on to 3A, we're going to pick a state champ for 4A, uh, who we think is going to be uh, cutting down the nets uh, at Gainbridge Fieldhouse uh, coming up at the end of February. Um, I was between I, – I was a toss-up for me. I was between Hamilton Southeastern uh, and Fort Wayne Snyder. They both have difference makers scoring the basketball, but I'm going to ultimately go with Fort Wayne Snyder. Uh, uh, they are better um, defensively, holding teams to 40 points per game, while HSE allows 54 points per game. So they've got an elite scorer. They have an elite scorer. Uh, you know, Fort Wayne Snyder has an elite scorer in uh, Jordan Poole, and they've got a really great defense. Um, and that's a recipe for success. So I think Fort Wayne Snyder is going to be uh, holding up that trophy at the end of the year at Gamebridge. I'm actually going to say Lawrence North is going to win it, um, mostly because this is another good opportunity for them to win both the uh, girls and the boys state championships. Um, currently, they have the second rated team in the boy on the boys side of things. Um, so, yeah, give me Lawrence North because I, I would love to see the the double state championships. Hey, so you got to you got to I mean, this is a team that they've been there several times. Um it's a basketball school. Yeah, I mean, you know, they get it both teams are really strong, so that's a very good pick. So, who knows, maybe that will happen. Um when's the last time we saw that happen? I don't think we've ever seen that happen. I think we didn't Wharton Central have both no. The, men, the men's and women's team win? Did they? I think so. I, I can't remember when, but I feel like they I did. Mean, the only thing I remember with Warren Central was... They went undefeated. Uh, that, and they also won football state in the same year. Maybe it's that. I, I'm thinking Which is, of, was, a big, was, was a big deal. But I don't think there's ever... I'm, I can't remember. I mean, I, it may have happened in a lower class than 4A, but mm. I can't think of any time that's happened. It's come close a couple times. I think Lawrence North has almost pulled it off a couple times here in recent memory, but um, lost both times. So, well, so you have, you have Lawrence North. I've got Fort Wayne Snyder. We will see what happens there. Uh, moving on to three a, uh, and who we think are going to win those sectionals. It starts off in sectional 17, the Highland sectional, and I'm going to go with the home team. Uh, five of the seven teams in this bracket have five wins or fewer. Uh, this will be decided by either Highland, who's 12 and six, or Hanover Central, who's 14 and five. And I'm going to go with the home team. Give me Highland. Yeah, I'm going to go with Highland here as well. Um, again, it comes down to being able to play on your own home court. Uh, the Rochester sectional, sectional 18. Uh, I'm going with Tippecanoe Valley. Uh, the Vikings are 16 and three, nine and two and three uh, against 3A opponents, and five and zero oh in sectional play. They're the only team in the bracket above 500 overall, and against uh, Class 3A. So, um, you know they they're a really strong team, and I think they're going to get it done. Yep, I'm going Tippecanoe Valley here as well. Only three losses on the year. To keep it rolling. Sectional 19, the New Prairie sectional. Uh, I'm going with New Prairie. Uh, the Cougars are 18 and four, winners of five straight coming into uh, uh, tonight. Uh, they're four and zero in sectional play uh, tonight, as in we're recording this on Tuesday night. So uh, we'll have the results. Maybe they won't be winners of five straight. Maybe they'll be winners of six straight. Uh, but regardless, um, they're eight and zero versus Class 3A, and the only team in the bracket with a winning record. So I'm going New Prairie in sectional 19. Yeah, when you're the only team with a winning record in your sectional, you get to go home with it. Give me New Prairie. Sectional 20, the West Noble sectional. Um, I'm going Northwood here. Uh, normally, I would be drawn in by Fairfield. They're the 19-3, and 3A defending champs. They're top 10 in defense in the state. 
Uh, best in the class, allowing 33 points per game. So they've got a strong defense. That are, they're the defending champs. Uh, but about a month ago, Northwood defeated Fairfield 36-21. to So not only did the Panthers lock down the defending champions defensively, but they put up close to 40 on that defense. So that's convincing enough to, for me to think that this 17-5 and Northwood squad who holds teams to just 38 points per game themselves uh, can come up big again. So I think Northwood uh, wins sectional 20. You know, eventually the crash kiss of death is going to rear its head again. I think it's going to happen here. Go ahead and give me Fairfield. Yeah, I mean, Fairfield's a good pick. They've got a lot going for them. I, like I said, I just, I'm so impressed with that one. I, mean, I understand it's just one game, but that one game is just so impressive that I'm like, man, I think I think that's enough for me to to, to sway me. So, uh, you know, but yeah, Fairfield definitely can't go wrong. I wouldn't be surprised if they're playing in, in the state championship yet again. Uh, sectional 21, that's the Garrett sectional. I'm going Angola. Uh, it's a tough one. Angola's 12 and 8. You've got Woodland, who's 14 and 8, and Leo, who's 11 and 7. They all have, obviously, similar records. However, the Hornets have won 7 of their last 8 and is and are 4 and 1 against sectional 21 opponents. Their only loss came to Leo, who is undefeated in sectional play, which is a 6-point loss that they had in December. Uh, but when we get the re- we get we do get the rematch to kick off sectional twenty one, and I'll just fade that result. So I think Angola gets the rematch against Leo, and then they go on to win sectional twenty one. I'm going with Woodland. Um, no other reason than fourteen pull off fourteen wins. That that takes a, that's a lot. Um, I think you know they they just get the job done. They come in there, uh, Leo and Angola right off the bat is it's going to wear one of those two teams down coming out of that. So give me Woodland in in this sectional. Sectional 22, the Twin Lakes sectional. Uh, I'm going with number six, Benton Central, but this sectional is going to be absolutely bonkers. You've got number three, Rensselaer Central, who's 19 and one. They're They're seventh in the state in scoring, averaging 64 points per game. That's good enough for fourth and 3A. They're 20th in Indiana defensively, allowing 34 points per game. That's 5th in 3A. Um, you've got number 6, Benton Central, who's 21-3, and 23rd in the state in scoring, averaging 60 points per game. Uh, that's good enough for 6th in 3A. Um, they're 36th in the Hoosier State defensively, out allowing 35 points per game. That's 9th in 3A. Uh, you've also got number 11, Western, uh, who is 15-4, and 4, 39th in Indiana in scoring, averaging 58 points per game. Thir- uh, they're 9th in 3A. But give me the Bison uh, because uh, two of their three losses are to Rensselaer Central. Again, it's really hard to beat a, th- a team three times. Their first matchup was a four-point loss uh, to uh, uh, Rensselaer Central uh, in November. Then their second matchup was a seven-point road loss uh, to uh, was a seven-point road loss in December. So the first two matchups were close. I think the third time's the charm for the Bison. Give me Benton Central uh, to win sectional 22. I'm going Rensselaer Central here. I know I said earlier it is hard to beat a team three times, like, like you said as well. Do you know what? I think it happens here. I'm taking Rensselaer Central. Uh, sectional 23, that's the Maconaqua sectional. Uh, I'm going with number two, Norwell. The Knights have the best record in the bracket and are and uh, beat the best team. Sorry, the Knights have the best record in the bracket and beat the best team. Uh, I can't talk and beat the team with the second best record in the bracket. Who's uh, that's Belmont? They're 14 and six. They beat them by 30 earlier this month. So when you're the best team in the bracket and you're beating the second best team by you know 30 points. Um, I think that's a pretty good sign to just say, let's go ahead and uh, that's one you're writing in pen uh, when you're filling out your bracket. So uh, give me number two, Norwell, to win sectional 23. Yeah, I'm going to take Norwell in this one as well. I'm just not like looking over this. I just, I don't see anybody else. Maybe Belmont gives them a run, but I think Norwell takes it. Uh, the Yorktown sectional, sectional 24. Uh, I'm going with the number one team in 3A. That's Hamilton Heights. Uh, number one, Hamilton Heights, and number 12, Jay County, are on a collision course towards the sectional final. You've got Heights, who's 19-2, and two, with the 10th best offense in 3A, That's uh, which is good enough for 41st in the state. They average 58 points per game. Their defense is third in 3A. Uh, 13th in Indiana, allowing 33 points per game. Jake County is 10th 
in 3A on defense, 40th in the state, allowing 36 points per game. They're also 19-2. and uh, The Huskies are better offensively and defensively and beat, and beat Jay County by 12 back in November. So I'm going Hamilton Heights. They win sectional 24. You know what? I'm going with Jay County. Um, I don't have a good reason. It just It's a gut feel on this, and when it gets down to this time of year, that's about as good as it could, as as anything. So I'm gonna t- I mean I'm gonna take Jay County here. Hey, look, there's 64 sectionals, right? So there's there's so many teams. There's 64 sectionals. There there was a time, several times during the course of uh, filling all this out, where I was like staring blankly at my computer screen. Sometimes you just gotta go with your gut. Uh, <laughs> you're just like you Especially know, what in I- these closer matchups, yeah, right. it's like. Yeah, you know, I can I can overlook the analytics and everything, but you know what? I just Jay County. Well, I mean, like I I say it every year when I have when I'm asking people, like you know, I'll, I'll ask people, like, hey, do you want to do like a bracket challenge, like come tournament time? I'm like, hey, do you want to like I'll be like at work and like who like nobody nobody at my job follows college basketball, and I'm still like, hey, do you want to fill out brackets? And they're like, oh, well, we don't really follow along. I'm like, but the example I always give is when I did it my freshman year uh, at La Follette. Um, on C three, we had a C three, uh, you know, Clevenger Hall, Rip, Rip, Rip LaFollette. We had a uh, um, uh, a bracket pool, and of course, you know, you have all of us, you know, guys who were, you know, watch college basketball all year, really excited, whatever. Um, we've all filled out our brackets, so we're like going through, like, okay, you know, these teams are, you know, this good versus this. T- like, we're going through all the stats and all that stuff. The guy who won it. Not only didn't watch a lick of basketball all year, didn't even watch the tournament. We had to like tell him like, "Hey, dude, you won." Like, "Hey, hey, man, I don't know if you know this, but you won the whole thing." And so, like, it, that's how it is sometimes. Sometimes you just got to throw caution to the wind and just and just go with what you're it's feeling. It's the Peyton so. Manning SNL skit where the the person was picking based off of mascots. Right, right. So you know, you, you it's it's it, you never can tell with some of this no. stuff. Uh, moving on to uh, cat the Cascade sectional. That's sectional twenty five. I'm going Danville. Uh, the Warriors are eighteen and three, undefeated versus three A opponent opponents, uh, and they're six and zero in sectional play. So I'm going Danville there. Yeah, give me Danville in that one as well. In sectional twenty six, that's the Indian Creek sectional, or excuse me, that's the Owen Valley sectional. Uh, and I'm going with number five, Indian Creek. Uh, the Braves are sixteen and four. Uh, their only loss is coming to four A opponents. Uh, they're second in three A, four, uh, fourth in the state in scoring, averaging sixty six points per game. Part of that electric offense is IU commit Faith Wiseman, who averages nineteen points per game. Uh, Northview is technically better uh, record wise at seventeen and three, and is eighth in three A defensively, allowing thirty five points per game however indian creek having a top 50 score and wiseman gets the edge for me go indian creek they win that sectional i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna take Northview on this one um again this one's a coin toss between them and indian creek but i'm just gonna take i'm gonna take Northview just because i i i feel again feel like they they're the, they're gonna be the ones that come home Sectional 27, that's the Chittard sectional, and I'm going with Chittard. Uh, the Trojans, for, uh, who are 14-7, and seven, you've got uh, Burbuff in that sectional, who's 15-6. and six. You've got Indy Heron, who's 15-6. and six. They all obviously have sim- similar records, so I'm just going with the home team. Uh, so uh, give me Chittard to win that sectional. You know what? I've got connections. I used to be a coach at Burbuff. Give me Burbuff. Uh, I, I like the Braves, so let's go. Uh, the Beach Grove sectional, sectional twenty-eight. I'm going with uh Speedway, uh the Spark Plugs. The, they're seven and one against three A opponents. Uh, they're the only sectional twenty-eight team with a winning record in that category. So give me Speedway. There's going to be a celebration in the shadows of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Yeah, I'm going with Speedway as well. Um, having a winning record against your own class. It, you you know you have to <laughs> show that right. in order to be, could even be considered but so seven and one against your own class nobody else is even close to that yeah speedway the lawrenceburg sectional sectional 29 i'm going with number seven greensburg the pirates are 16 and four uh, but they're undefeated against three a teams including uh, a six and zero record versus sectional 29 opponents they're winning those games by an average margin of 29 points so they are wiping the floor uh <laughs> with those opponents in their sectional so uh i'm going greensburg in this one Yep, I'm taking Greensburg as well. I don't think this one's going to be close. 
Sectional 30, that's the Charlestown sectional. I am going with number 8, Scottsburg. Uh, the Warriors are 19-2, and 7-0 versus Class 3A opponents. They're 5-0 versus uh, sectional 30 teams, including a 9-point win versus Charlestown in December. Uh, Charlestown has the second-best record in the bracket uh, at 15-6. and six. So uh, they, they won not decisively. I mean, that's a close game, 9 points, in my opinion, at least. Anything uh, within 10 points, in my opinion, in basketball, closer game, at least. Uh, but still, they had the big win. Uh, it was on the road. Uh, so on a neutral court, I think they still get it done. Uh, or I guess, no, it'll still be on the road again. So they did already prove they could beat Charlestown in Charlestown. So give me Scottsburg to get that that one done in sectional 30. You know what? I'm feeling frisky. Give me Charlestown. They got the home court advantage. Let's hey, go. and you talked about the crash kiss of death. Sometimes the best strategy is to fade whatever I pick. So, I mean, that's yeah. <laughs> that's sometimes the best way to go. Um, sectional 31, that's the Southridge sectional, and I am going with number 10, Washington. Uh, they're 18 and 4, uh, 5 and 0 in sectional play. Four of those wins were by double figures, including 11 point win over 17 and 4 Princeton earlier in January. That's the second best team in that sectional. So give me Washington. Yeah, I'm taking Washington in this one as well. They've, they've got some, they got really good talent. Um, on that on that team, so I think they come home with it. Final sectional of Class 3A. Uh, it's the Boonville sectional, sectional 32, uh, and I'm going to go with number four, Gibson Southern. We've got two top 10 teams in this bracket. Gibson Southern, who's 18-4, and four, they're the top team in 3A, second in the state in scoring, averaging 66 points per game. You've got number nine, Evansville Memorial. They're 18 and three. They're uh, eighth and three A, 30th in the state in scoring, averaging 59 points per game. But I'm going with the Titans ultimately because, in addition to having the better offense, they have a top 25 scorer in the state, uh, uh, Gabby Spink, who averages 21 points per game. That's 22nd in the state uh, as far as scoring goes. So I'm going with the Titans uh, to win sectional 32. Yeah, I'm going with the Titans of Gibson Southern as well. Like again earlier, I mentioned if you have a player that can just score in bunches, that goes a long way, um, especially in sectionals when it, it's a grind. Sectionals is a, truly a grind. So our state championship prediction for Class 3A. Um, again, there's a lot of ways you can go with a 3A prediction. Uh, I was between Hamilton Heights and Gibson uh, Southern. Uh, ultimately, though, I am going to go with Gibson Southern. I'm ha- I'm going with the Titans because uh, they have an offense that is comparable to Hamilton Heights and, uh, again, a top 25 scorer in Spink, who I think will be the difference maker. So when you have an offense that can hang with the best offenses in your class and you have a difference maker who can score the basketball, that bodes well for you. Um, Gibson Southern takes home the 3A title. For me. You know, I'm actually going to go with number – I'm going to go with Washington. Um I again, I think that team's got some has some really good talent to it. Um, and one thing we've noticed here in the past few years, it feels like is it's not always the top ranked team, especially in we start getting down in these lower classes. But Washington has that championship pedigree. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm pro- most likely I'm probably gonna be wrong, but I'm going with Washington. Hey, I mean, sometimes like you like you said. Is some you know a lot of times I can't remember there wasn't it I think it was last year uh, where like I don't there wasn't like the last few years I feel like there's not been any like one versus two or like one versus three it's been a lot of like you know the the seventh ranked team makes it or whatever so I mean you you you're spot on with that so uh, who knows uh, maybe they 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 have a run and you know it, it's it, it's who can uh, uh, can put it together at the right time maybe they do get it done. Uh, class 2A, uh, we kick things off with the Lake Station sectional, sectional 33. Uh, I'm going with the home team. Uh, the home team has the most wins in sectional play versus Class 2A opponents and overall than any of the other teams in sectional 33. So they have a clean, clean sweep atop the boards uh, in sectional 33. So give me Lake Station. Yep, I agree. Lake Station brings home sectional 33. Sectional 34, that's the North Judson sectional. Uh, I'm going with South Central Union Mills. Uh, well, first and foremost, their, their nickname is the Satellites. So, come on. How can you not How can you not go with a team called the Satellites? Like we uh, went over this last year, Yeah. Too. Well, so, yeah, I can't remember what team that was we talked about. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, when you got a team like the Satellites, I mean, come on. You got to go with them. 
Um, they're undefeated. They're fifteen and four. They're undefeated in sectional play and versus sectional opponents, uh, uh, including a twenty-two point win over North Judson. Uh, the home squad is the only other team uh, above five hundred in the bracket. So when they beat they beat North Judson, the only other really strong team in their bracket by twenty-two. So that's convincing enough for me. And again, they're the satellites. So give me South Central Union Mills to take sectional thirty-four. Yeah, I'm I'm going with uh, South Central Union Mills, the satellites as well. Sectional 35, uh, the East Side sectional. I'm going with number seven East Side. Uh, the home team is 20 and three, boasting eight more wins than Fremont, the second best teams in terms of record in the bracket. So I'm going with the Blazers. Yeah, give me the Blazers as well. They're the higher rated ranked team um, in in this sectional, and sometimes you just got to go chalk. Sectional 36, uh, that's the North Miami sectional. Uh, I'm going with number 10, Lewis Cass. Uh, the Kings came into this week sitting at 18-2, and two, riding a seven-game winning streak. Uh, they have by far the best record of any team in the bracket, uh, so I'm going with Lewis Cass. Yeah, give me Lewis Cass as well. Um, coming in on a hot streak, and I think it continues right through sectionals. The South Adams sectional is where we're going next. That's uh, sectional 37. Uh, give me Whitco. Uh, this is the uh, first tough bracket for me uh, for 2A, uh, but I am going with Whitco. The Wildcats started 1-2, and two, but have won 14 of their last 15 games. Uh, their 57 points per game is good enough for 8th in the class, 45th in the state, so a top 50 offense in Indiana, and they are rolling right now, having won 14 of their last 15. Give me Whitco. Yeah, this one's a tough one for me as well, but I do like Whitco. Actually, you know what? Hold on. Let me make sure I'm getting my numbers correct. Scratch that. I'm going with Bluffton. Give me Bluffton. Well, to not so fast, my friend. Yeah, not so fast, my friend. If I had a um, a mascot head for whatever Bluffton is, I may <laughs> put it on. But no, we're not going to do that. No. No, not that, at all. That might be copyright infringement. Yeah, yeah, we don't want to get we don't want to get sued. Um, uh, sectional thirty eight. That's the Delphi sectional. Uh, I'm going with number five, Carol of Flora. Uh, they're seven and zero versus two A opponents, boasting the fourth best offense in the class. Uh, they're 29th in the state, scoring fifty nine points per game. They also have top twenty scorer in the state, Ali Harness, who averages twenty one points per game. So give me Carol Carol of Flora to win sectional thirty eight. Same with me. Give me Carol. Um, with this one as well, they, they've they been taking it to two-way opponents this year, and that continues on. Sectional 39, that's the Elwood sectional. Uh, I'm going with number four, Eastbrook. Uh, the only loss for the 19-1 Panthers came against 3A Norwell. Uh, they're third offensively in 2A, 21st in the state, scoring 60 points per game. They're also fourth defensively in 2A, uh, 11th in the state, allowing 33 points per game. So top five, both offense and defense-wise. Um, so give me Eastbrook. Um, this one's a tough one for me. Let's see. I had it. Hold on. I had it. And then, you know, how these things work, you just lose it. Okay. I'm actually going with Blackford. Give me Blackford in this one. Um, just to be, I don't know, just a little bit of a difference there. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel confident in, Blackford, Hartford City. I mean, and I, I, I was between. It was a toss-up between those two schools. I mean, the both schools are really good. Both have strong defenses. Um, so we'll see what happens uh, when that sectional tips off. Uh, sectional forty, uh, the Lapel sectional. Um, I'm going with number six, Lapel. Uh, the Bulldogs were state runner-ups last season by a point. They're at home. They've got uh, Lanaya Wills scoring 19 points per game for the squad. That's good enough for 35th in the state in that category. LaPel has 10 wins versus two-way opponents, uh, double that of any school in sectional 40. They're also 4-0 versus sectional 40 opponents as well. So LaPel absolutely having a phenomenal season, uh, you know, coming back strong. No, no sort of, you know, lull after, you know, coming up so close last year. Uh, so the Bulldogs are riding strong. Uh, give me LaPel to win their sectional. Yeah, I'm taking lapel on that one as well. Um, they're they're just a really strong team this year. Uh, sectional 41, the Northeastern sectional, and I'm going with Northeastern. Uh, they're at home and the only school in the bracket above 500. Yeah, Northeastern as well. That's an easy one. 
Sectional 40, uh, that is the Indianapolis Cecina sectional, and I am going with the third-ranked Eastern Hancock Royals. Uh, the Royals got to 19-1 and in large part by being a top-20 offense in the state. They averaged 61 points per game. Uh, that's, six, that's second in uh, 2A. They also have the 21st defense in Indiana, allowing 34, 30, uh, allowing 34 points per game. So a great offense and a great defense. That spells success. Uh, give me the Royals to win sectional 42. Yeah, I mean, I really wanted to go with Triton Central, but Eastern Hancock is they're good. And I I, I honestly they're my pick to make it all the way to Gamebridge and cut down the net. So a little spoiler, but yeah, Eastern Hancock. All right. So let's see. Um Park Tudor. Park Tudor, yeah. All right, so the Park Tudor sectional, sectional 43, um, that, I'm going with Sheridan in that one. Uh, the Blackhawks have a top 25 score in Kinsey Garner, who averages 20 points per game, uh, but also they're the only team above 500 in sectional 43. So uh, they're going to they're gonna have a fantastic bracket. They're going to be hoisting a trophy, and they're going to move on to the uh, Sweet 16 uh, in the, and beyond in the tournament. So give me Sheridan to win. Yep, I'm going with the team that's the only team with above 500 record, and that's Sheridan. Uh, the South Putnam sectional, sectional 44. I'm going with the 12th-ranked Park Heritage Wolves. Uh, they're 6-0 versus sectional 44 opponents with the smallest margin of victory in those games being 21 points. Give me Park Heritage. Yep, I agree. Park Heritage on this one for me as well. Sectional 45, that's the North Decatur sectional, uh, and I'm going with North Decatur. Uh, the Chargers were 4-3 and three in November and since have gone 10-3 and three, uh, from that point. Uh, that November stretch included a 13-point loss uh, to South Ripley, who is 5-0 and o versus sectional 45 teams. This time, North Decatur is at home, um, and I think uh, they get the win this time. So I think North Decatur gets the win and wins the sectional. Yep, I agree. North Decatur is my winner of that sectional as well. The Providence sectional, sectional 46, and I'm going with number nine, Austin. Uh, the Eagles are 10-0 versus 2A schools. Six of those wins coming at the expense of sectional 46 teams, and all of those wins in sectional play came by double figures. You know, I'm going with Providence. Um, again, it, it's home court. I, I, I feel like that's going to help. They don't have to... I, no, I, I'm not going to say there's like a home court advantage. It's just the, uh, the fact you don't have to travel. You know, you don't have to load up on a bus and go anywhere. That 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 could be draining, especially if you're doing it several times like you do in sectionals. Hey, Providence, shout out Trevor, one of our loyal listeners. So uh, he's, a, he's a Providence fan, Providence alum. So he's, he's happy to hear that one for sure. Sectional 47, that one's going to be fun. Why? Because uh, you've got the top two teams in the class in the North Knox sectional, sectional 47. Uh, you got number... one, It sounds like a Dr. Seuss book. North Knox versus South Knox. Yeah. Fox wearing red socks. <laughs> yeah, it does kind of. I, I like that. Uh, you've got number one, North Knox. Who is twenty one and uh, two is twenty one and one? They're ninth in two A offensively, forty sixth in the state uh, offensively, averaging fifty seven points per game. Uh, they're sixth in the class defensively, fifteenth in the state, allowing thirty three points per game. Uh, you've got number two South Knox, who is twenty and one. They're the top team in two A offensively, averaging sixty six points per game. They're third in the state in that category. Uh, these two teams played in December with North Knox winning on the road in overtime. Uh, and with a top 10 offense and defense in 2A, I think they win the rematch at home as well. So I'm going with number one, North Knox, to win the North Knox sectional. Uh, the number one team in the in the, uh, in the in 2A gets it done. No Knox against number one, North Knox, but I'm mm -hmm. going with and picking number two, South Knox. Just I had uh, to. I've, uh, I've been no, sitting here thinking I, that. No, 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 not, not to knock number one North Knox, but I think no, number one North Knox can kick rocks. Give me South Knox. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Oh my gosh. <laughs> sectional forty-eight, the final sectional in two A. That's the South Spencer sectional, and I'm going with Crawford County, the sixteenth team uh, in that uh, in in two A. Um, they're the only team above 500 in the bracket. So uh, Crawford County gets it done.
Yeah, I'm going with uh, Crawford County as well. And you're, yeah, no reasoning. All right. So our state champion for 2A. Um, and uh, my state championship pick, you know, I got to go with the number one team at some point, right? Like already I've gone with a couple of teams that were, you know, I think Gibson Southern's number four. I went with Snyder, who's number five. So I got to go with the number one team at some point. So this time I'll go with North Knox to get it done. I mean, look, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, the state tournament for 2A is going to be decided in the sectional 47 semis between North Knox and South Knox, right? Because you've got the top two yeah. teams in the in the in the class, and whoever comes out on top is going to be. And now, granted, I mean, I guess it's because that is a semifinal game. You could be setting yourself up for a letdown uh, the following, you know, game. Uh, but I, I do think the winner of that game wins uh, the uh, 2A title. Um, I really wanted to go lapel uh, with all that they did last year. Uh, with all the you know, with how close they were to winning it all last year, but and with you know no uh you know Forest Park in their way this time, uh, but I'm going with I'm going with North Knox, so I th I think they get it done. The number one team uh wins the championship and uh, hoists the trophy at the end of the year. Yeah, I'm actually um I'm with this one. I'm going with um, Eastern Hancock to cut down the nets for two A. Moving on to one A now. Um, 1A, the final that we have to cover tonight, the final 16 sectionals here. We go to sectional 49, the Morgan Township sectional. Um, and I'm going with number 10, Tri Township. Uh, the Tigers are 18 and 1, they're 11 and 0 versus 1A opponents, they're 7 and 0 versus teams, uh, in class 2A and higher. Um, and then they defeated Morgan Township, the home team, and the team with the second best record in the bracket by 16 earlier this month. So give me Tri Township to win sectional 49. Yeah, I like Tri Township as well in this one. Sectional 50, uh, the Culver sectional. Um, I'm going with number three, Marquette Catholic. Uh, the Blazers are the only team above 500 in that bracket. So give me, uh, give me Marquette Catholic. Marquette Catholic. Winning record, it goes a long way. Oh yeah, um, uh, Lakewood Park, the sectional, uh, sectional fifty-one. Uh, I'm going with number eleven, Bethany Christian. Uh, the Bruin, the Bruins have a top twenty score in the state in Zoe Williams. Uh, Williams averages twenty-one points per game, ten rebounds, five steals, and five uh, assists per game. Uh, they also have the eighteenth best defense in Indiana. 8th and 1A, allowing 33 points per game with a top scorer in the state and one of the better defenses in the class. Uh, the Bruins have my pick. Uh, Bethany Christian uh, wins sectional 51. I am actually going with uh, Marquette Catholic in sectional 41. Did I get my... You got it mixed up. They were in sectional 50. Okay. Yes. Bethany Christian. Yeah, I got things mixed up. It, it was bound to happen after after a while. Um, wait, I think I'm, I am lost. I thought we were on. Wow. It's been a long day. Okay. So yes, sectional 51, you are correct. Um, yeah, I'm going with Bethany Christian as well here. Um, just got lost up in my notes. No, you're good. I mean, look, like I said before, uh, it's, uh, a long, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of brackets to go through, um, yeah. when you're looking at all this stuff. So no, I don't. I do not blame you. It's a lot to sift through. Uh, there's a lot going on. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, Bethany Christian's a tough uh, is a really tough team. You, you got them as well. Yes. Gotcha. Um, sectional fifty two. That's the South Newton sectional. I'm going with number four, Caston. Uh, the eighteen to one comments have the best defense in the state, allowing only allowing twenty nine points per game. So they are locked down defensively, and I think they get it done. Yeah, I was really uh, torn between them and Tri-County, but that that defense of Caston really just stands out to me. Um and that can really grind on the other on your opponent. So yeah, give me Caston as well. Moving on to sectional 53, the Northfield sectional, and I'm going with the home team. Uh every team in the bracket is under 500. So home team again, they get it done. Yep. Northfield for me as well. Sectional 54, that's the Attica sectional. Uh, I'm going with number five, Clinton Central. They're 20 and 1. Their only loss coming to 2A, Carroll of Florida. They're Carroll of Flora, not Carroll of Florida. Um, they're 4 and 0 uh, versus sectional 54 teams. Uh, all victories coming by 15 plus points. So they have 
I've been really strong against their sectional opponents, so give me Clinton Central. Yep, I agree. This one's going to be Clinton Central as well. Anderson Prep, uh, the sectional uh, 55 sectional. Uh, I'm going with Anderson Prep. Again, another bracket with no team above 500. So give the nod to the home team, Anderson Prep. Yep, same here, Anderson Prep. Although I should have just taken an opportunity to give a shout-out to Cowan because Cowan's in that sectional. I've been like, hey, my alma mater, go Cowan Blackhawks. Hey. Give um, sectional 56, that's the Union City sectional. I'm going with number nine, Try. Uh, the Titans are 5-0. and against sectional opponents, uh, which and all those wins have come by margins of 11 points or more. They also allow 35 points per game, good enough for 14th and 1A, 31st in the state. So they have a strong defense. Um, they're, they've been good against their fellow sectional opponents, so give me try to win that one. I agree. I'm taking try as well. The Bloomfield sectional, sectional 57. I am taking Shackamack. The Lakers are 15 and 6. 10 and 2 uh, versus 1A opponents. They're 5 and 1 in sectional play and, bo- and boast the seventh best defense in 1A. They allow 33 points per game, 17th in Indiana. Yeah, I agree. I'm taking Shackamack as well, but um, mostly because I like that name. Yeah, it is a nice. Well, so I was a little torn because uh, speaking of Cowan, uh, that is the team. Uh, Shackamack that beat Cowan in uh, the baseball state championships the one year that Cowan made it there. Um, so I was a little torn having to pick them, but it is still hey, fun. They're you got to give a shout out to Cowan's wrestling team that just had a great performance in the in the team state duels. Oh, yeah. So big shout out to Cowan there. Well, and uh, not only are they called Shackamack, but they're also the Lakers. So those are two great names. You know, they, you know, because I, I always love. Uh, you know, high school teams, like obviously so there's some high school teams that have off the wall names, but then like for every off the wall name, you get like, you know, the generic ones, you get the Eagles, you get the Warriors, you get the, you know, whatever. Uh, but yeah, when you see it, you know, teams like the Lakers, you know, the, the, the satellites, uh, I always like to see stuff like that. So I always um, like Wapahani, the Raiders. Well, just because Wapahani always stands out to me because they were in my high school's regional for track and field. And we went, my, my dad and I went to go check that out. And compared to Lawrence North, North Central, like these like big time track programs, Wapahani finished way behind everybody. And no offense to Wapahani, but I mean, my they're... dad, always, there they are. They're, it was just going to call them walk behind me. Walk behind me. That is not, um, uh, that is not what uh, Cowan, as as Cowan's rival, uh, that is not what we called them. Um, it had something to do with uh, Heine. Um, oh, Wapa but, Heine. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but no, uh, yeah, it, well, that's, that's surprising that they're in the same class as Lawrence North for something, because that's like a... That's well, like, it, what... it's, it's track. It's, there's no classes. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Okay. Well, then, yeah. yeah. That, okay. Because I was going to say, because I was like, Wapahani is like literally 2A for everything else. So that's kind of odd that they would be yeah, there. Yeah, there's, there's those sports. There are sports that are classless, and track is one of them. Hey, I don't think any sports are classless. All right, B. Uh, Scott. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on to sectional, <laughs> moving on to sectional 58. That's the Indianapolis Metropolitan sectional. I'm going Bethesda Christian here. Uh, they've got the best record in the bracket at 15 and four. Uh, they beat Indiana Def, who does have the second best record uh, in the bracket uh, uh, by 17 on January 4th. So that big win, it was recent. Uh, so I think that, you know, because sometimes these wins that are big happen like in November. And so you're like, well, that's a different team than they are now. So you kind of, you know, take that with a grain of salt. When it happens the same month, you, you kind of continue with that result. So give me Bethesda Christian. Yeah, I'm going with Bethesda Christian as well on this one. Um, I, I, I just looking over everything. I think it's them again. I really wanted to pick Indiana Def, but Bethesda Christians, they have a good team. The Eminence sectional, sectional 59, and I'm going with Eminence. Uh, again, another fantastic team name, the Eels. Um, they're 15 oh, yeah. and, they're 15 and six. Uh, this, another team in the bracket is any is Indy Lutheran, uh, who's 12 and seven. Uh, they have the best two records in the sectional. Uh, Lutheran did beat Eminence by five at home on January 13th. So give me the Eels at home in the rematch. Uh, I'm going Eminence here. I'm taking Lutheran. Um, 
just a coin toss for me, and it comes down to Lutheran. Uh, sectional 60, uh, the Southwestern Shelbyville sectional. Uh, and I'm going with number seven, Jackson Dell. I mean, take your pick here. You've got uh, 17 and four, Jackson Dell. You've got 15 and four, Oldenburg Academy. You've got 13 and nine, South Decatur. Ultimately, I'm going with the highest ranked team here, uh, and the only team in sectional, uh, in the only team in the sectional in the top 100 according to the Sagarin rating. So I'm going Jackson Dell here. Yeah, I'm going with Jackson Dell as well. Um, that's just a, a program that's had some consistency. Yeah. They're, they're, they're usually, you know, got really strong athletics. Um, sectional 61, that's the West Washington sectional. And I am going with number one, Lanesville, the fighting Greg Rakestraws. Uh, they are 20 and one. They're the defending champs, 11 and 0 versus 1A opponents, uh, 5 and 0 in sectional play. They have the best offense in the class with, uh, 58 points per game. That's 40th in Indiana. They're ninth best in def- uh, defensively in the class, uh, allowing 34 points per game. Uh, that's 22nd in the state. Need I say more? Um, I mean, they're the top in all these different categories. They're, you know, like I said, 11-0 versus 1-8 opponents, 5-0 in sectional play. They've just been dominant again. Uh, so give me Lanesville to win the sectional. Yeah, I'm picking Lanesville as well. That's They're just they're really good. Really good yet again. Could they repeat? Stay tuned. I think um, that, they're my pick. <laughs> um, Spoilers. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Uh, sectional 62, the new Washington sectional, and I'm going with Trinity Lutheran. Uh, at 10 and 10, they have the best record in the sectional, so go Cougars. Yeah, I'm going with uh, Trinity Lutheran as well. And with that 10 and 10 record, they sneak into the top 25 on max preps coming in at 25. So give me Trinity Lutheran. Ranked. Let's go. Yeah. Um, Second to last, the penultimate sectional that we're going to discuss tonight, the Bar Reeve sectional, sectional 63. I'm going with number seven, Orleans. Um, uh, it's a toss-up between them uh, and number six, Springs Valley. Both have 18-plus wins. Both have top 20 defenses in the class, uh, top 50 defenses uh, in the state, and average in the high 40s in terms of points per game. Uh, Spring Valley beat Orleans by four on the road in December, so I'm just going to fade that result in a potential rematch. So, Give me uh, number seven, Orleans, to uh, to win the Bar Reef sectional. I'm going with Springs Valley in this one. Um, no, I, again, coin toss, one of the coin toss sectional, and um, uh, Springs Valley came up as the winner for me. Um, final sectional. Uh, it is the Wood Memorial sectional, uh, sectional 64. I'm going with Tecumseh. Uh, everyone in the final sectional is around 500, but the 2022 1A champs, uh, are the only team with a spotless record uh, versus sectional opponents. So give me Tecumseh. Is it Tecumseh or Tecumseh? It's Tecum- well, so I said when we did the previews uh, a couple of years ago, who's your high school uh, huddle shout out. Um, uh, I said Tecumseh the whole time, and then when I watched the broadcast, um, they all said Tecumseh, so I'll defer to them because they all were right. the ones like interviewing everybody all week and, and in the weeds, so I was like, okay, I'm going with that. So it, I think it's Tecumseh. All right, you know what? Just because I'm not sure, I'm going with Wood Memorial. <laughs> the home team. <laughs> uh, look, they come in in the top 20 on max preps as well, um, but just close to behind to come see who's at 14 on max preps. Um, so I'm, I'm just going just because it got to be a little bit different than you here. So what yeah. Memorial is. So we wrap things up tonight with our state championship pick for one a, um, and I am going to go with, uh, actually, cause you know, I got to get weird. You know, I picked, I've picked, oh, yeah. I've got, I've picked top five you teams picked, all night. Yeah. So I got to get smart so far. Right. So I got to get weird. Uh, the right answer is probably Lanesville to repeat, right? That's probably the right answer here. Um, but I'm going to go with Bethany Christian to win the championship. Again, Zoe Willems is a monster. She's averaging a double, double a game with five assists and five steals per game to boot. Uh, and the Bruins have a top 20 defense. Um, you know, she, again, she averages 21 points per game, 10 rebounds, five assists, five steals. I mean, she is an absolute force, uh, on the basketball court. Um, and I think that's going to be a, a difference. She's going to help lead this team, will this team through the tournament. There's going to be a team, you know, you mentioned it a little bit earlier. There's going to be a team that surprises us in the tournament. And I think Bethany Christian is that team. Uh, give me 
uh, give me the Bruins uh, to win the 1A state championship. You know what? I'm taking Lanesville for the repeat. You know, you're 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 still the champion until you are dethroned. They have the best team in 1A yet again. So I'm going with the the defending champs to repeat. Okay, so my picks were 4A Fort Wayne Snyder, it was 3A Gibson Southern, 2A North Knox, and 1A Bethany Christian. Uh, remind me of yours one more time, B. Scott. Oh boy, yeah, I was afraid you were going to ask that. It was, it was 4A, it was 1, 4A Lawrence North. Lawrence it, North. It was, was uh, 4A, let me get to 3A 1A, here. 1A Lanesville. 1A Lanesville. I think 2A, oh, uh, 3A was Washington. Right. And then 2A, who did I have here? Um, I do not remember who I had here. Um, oh, yeah, Eastern Hancock, that's who. Yeah, that's where. Right. So I, I wanted to say it because we, we want to come back here when we do the preview of the state championship picks. We want to see where we went wrong, who who actually made it to the big to the big show come the uh, end of February um, and see uh, where our picks went right, where they went wrong. Because I'm sure there's going to be plenty that went wrong and plenty that went right because that's how the tournament – that's how tournaments go. Uh, but that will do it. And, hey, we're, we're clocking out here at one uh, hour and six minutes. So we said at the beginning that 64 – sectional 64 minutes, we were at like the three-minute mark. So we're, we're back. Well, it's because we got we got off topic with the uh, the Doctor Seuss rhyme. <laughs> we did, we did uh, spend a little bit of time uh, busting rhymes, and then I got lost yeah. <laughs> along the way. <laughs> look, look again. There's a lot of stuff to go through, so it it can be tough. Uh, but we thank you guys all uh, for uh, tuning into the podcast. Remember that you can like us on Facebook, 3C Media. Go uh, follow us over on Twitter, at 3C Media Sports. Uh, if you're uh, listening to us on the podcast apps, go subscribe to us on the YouTube channel, uh, 3C Media over there while you're at it. Go ahead and head on over to TikTok as well um, and follow us there. And then if you're on uh, YouTube watching us there, go over and uh, and you want to listen to us on the go, uh, listen to us on the podcast apps. Uh, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever podcasts can be heard. You can hear the Crash Course Podcast. You can uh, follow me at Crash Course FM on Twitter. B. Scott, where can they find you? You can find me at, on Twitter at Brandon underscore Scott 87. Next week, we will know who our Super Bowl champion uh, or Super Bowl teams will be. Uh, so we're going Uh-oh. to do our Super Bowl. You almost leaked the script. I, I did, yeah. Oh, well, you know what? That's good. Uh, that's a good tease because I do want to talk about something related to that next week. So stay tuned. Uh, we will talk about the Super Bowl next week. Uh, everybody, get ready for the sectional uh, basketball. It's going to be a lot of fun. But until next week, have a good one, everybody.